0: Are, packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road, riding
1: with you in the sunnier days. I wouldn't want it any other way.
0: Welcome to the Wife Savers Podcast where multi-award winning author and global marriage educator, Ramona Zabriskie provides answers to your real wife questions. Our goal is to help you appreciate your womanhood, prioritize your personal development, and craft a powerful partnership with the man in your life. Hi, I'm Hannah Allen, and I'm proud to introduce my parents, Ramona and Dale Zabriskie. And yes, this is how they talk all the time. Let's listen.
1: Hi, this is Dale Zabriskie sitting here eye to eye. Almost. With, what do you mean, almost?
0: <laughs> We're not totally equal eye to eye. Well, here, let me scrunch down a little there bit. There you go. There we go. I yeah. love that you're how six, three, three. six, four.
1: Yeah, you're. I yeah. you got, you got about seven inches on you. But yeah,
0: I'm just so average, but I love looking up to you. Well,
1: we can look at. Eye to eye doesn't mean totally level, you know. Well, as I as know what you you're mean. As long are looking to each other. <laughs> We've been doing that for 41 years. Well, more than 41 years, but it's been official. Uh, had a stamp on it for 41 years. This it's, week. This week. Is... That's
0: our anniversary this week. It is. Let's party.
1: Okay. See ya. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Drive safely, everybody.
0: <laughs> Actually, I think we're going to have a pretty quiet anniversary. It is going
1: to be quiet.
0: Yeah. We're not doing anything very spectacular well
1: 41 you know you've commented that (laughs) 41 41, yeah yeah. (laughs) 40 we we partied well
0: yeah i'm really looking forward to our quiet yeah me too quiet anniversary we deserve it we deserve it after so much commotion in our lives lately been busy okay ah peace is golden (laughs) Um, <laughs> speaking of peace, that's all that our listeners want in their lives and in their marriage, and certainly in the Christmas season, we all want we peace all on earth. And look him. for
1: that goodwill. Begins with me. Me. That's right. Goodwill toward <laughs> me, please.
0: And so, the letter writer. I picked this letter out of a lot of different questions we could have addressed this week because I really think number one, it applies to all of us in the holiday season, especially. That we're we're looking for resolution. We're looking for mm. peace. In mm-hmm. fact, I think it's going to lend really nicely into next week, because next week I want to talk about something that really goes to the heart of what Christmas and holidays are all about, which is forgiveness. Oh,
1: mm. resolution, forgiveness. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: But before we can go there, we need to talk about what we're going to talk about today okay. in this podcast. Here is our question. Oh, this also applies to our anniversary or the story of us. Mm, yeah, I'm trying to tie everything together. You just want to put and, a big I bow on things. Am
1: I yeah, just tell them that what's of the course. what's the letter to. I've been wrapping too many presents today. <laughs>
0: okay, here's the question: What is the best way to have a conversation? That's important. Mm-hmm. She wants to have a conversation. Mm-hmm with my husband to try to work on and come to a compromise on a big issue on which we do not see eye to eye.
1: I think everybody goes through this, right? Well Yeah
0: Yeah, I think every marriage doesn't just go through it. It's just a constant. We all have
1: but this is a big deal, she says. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. That we should differentiate between the everyday kind of we're not on the same page feeling. And this she calls it a Big issue.
1: And it deserves a big conversation type thing, Sounds like it. Sit down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's a
0: good way to put it. We're going to have a big conversation (laughs) about a big issue. And this issue to me is when we're differentiating it between the ordinary everyday thing, I think of the axe in the tree story. Mm. Do you know that story? I
1: remember that.
0: Like the... The wood chopper, wood yeah. cutter, left an axe, hit the, <laughs> the tree, tree, a small tree. Yes. He and he leaves the he he leaves the axe in the tree, he's gonna come back later. Never does. And what happens to that tree because of that axe that's left in it? Do you remember it? Yeah, story? as
1: the tree grows, it ends up splitting. Splitting. Because of that wedge. And that's really what an yes. axe is, and you yes. call it such. Yes. Is just stuck deep into it.
0: Yes, yes. And so there's obviously so many factors that play into a a relationship doing that very thing, Mm -hmm. splitting, you know, dividing. But often there is an issue of some kind that's that acts that makes that wedge, and if it doesn't get repaired, that's all she's trying to do here is, you know, let's identify the axe and get rid of it. Let's heal this tree.
1: Yeah, avoid that uh, that splitting or that uh, separate right,
0: ways. Right, that over time just gets worse and worse and worse. Let's address that. And you know what else? This big issue is probably causing conflict. The same issue coming up over and over and over and over.
1: Yeah. Right? And it colors a lot of the relationship.
0: Yes. Yes. It gives it a negative hue, yeah. a negative overtone, the negative energy. It zaps the positive energy. So she is so right on to bring it up, to, to want to have some kind of conversation. But she's very, uh, I yeah. don't really know how to approach this because I know it always brings up contention and defensiveness and everything. So how yeah. how do I do that? Well, I want to give her hope. There is a way to do it. And we're going to talk about that today in this podcast. And let me tell you the power of this podcast. I got another email today before we address our question. Dear Ramona, I wait for Wednesdays.
1: It's our podcast the, day. The,
0: the, we try. Yeah,
1: most of the time. You know, it's we have a
0: Wednesday. real life. So sometimes <laughs> we don't hit Wednesday. But
1: <laughs> it's
0: a <real> uh, life. <laughs> Sit the around. cats, in a way, usually. <laughs> Where'd the cat go? I've been traveling this week. I barely yeah, got home. So we're exactly. not going to hit Wednesday right on the, today. But <clears throat> she waits. She's going to be waiting for <laughs> whatever day it comes out. I wait for Wednesdays with great anticipation for each week's new podcast. I cherish the new perspective I get each week and the chance to hear you and Del teach with love. Oh, I love yeah, that. Nice. You, you both are truly an inspiration for me. Oh. Thanks. She goes on to describe her children and her life with her husband and how tough it's been. They've had a lot of external sort of trials imposed on them, a lot of hardship they've had to go through. And she says so. And because of that, my husband and I grew so, so far apart. Mm. Does that sound like the axe in the tree? Yeah, going different ways. At our darkest time this year. So this is recent, at our darkest time this year, I had him move out.
1: She had him move out.
0: Yeah, and prepared to make the separation final. That's when I learned about you and your story. Mm. angels cue the angels <laughs> cue the cue the light oh. i have found so much comfort from your experiences and have found the strength to be the cause of change and inspiration to my own small family i find joy in applying what you have shared and i'm so grateful to have my best friend back in our home and on my side again that happened wow. all this year wow. and i'm not the angel
1: no, she's the angel. She's
0: the angel. She's yeah. the one that's been working the magic.
1: That's really interesting because she says at the end, have my best friend home. Yes. That really connotes that he's been the best friend, yeah, not that he just became like the best friend. Yeah, it was you know? life
0: circumstances yeah. and not knowing exactly Getting how to back handle them. To
1: what they had before.
0: Yes. And hopefully it's even better. It's going to get better and better yeah. and better if she keeps listening to the Life Savers podcast <laughs> and uh, hopefully joins Wifesavers, our education membership. Because what we want to do is take that marriage that she's rescued mm-hmm. now, we can take it to good and then to great and all the way to a grand marriage of that 41 years from now.
1: That little family or small family, as she calls it, has grown into an
0: empire, right? An empire of love with lots of grandchildren. Oh, this is the dream. That's, That's the dream. Lots of love going on and a great deal of love between them. That's why that's where all that other love is going to come from. Eventually down the road, they're going to spread the love by loving each other so much. Yeah. So I'm excited for her. But the reason I brought that up is because she referred to, and this is the second letter writer. Keep this straight. She referred to, she says, I, you know, I learned about you and your story. So, It's Anniversary Week. (laughs) And I'm not going to go into our big, long story. I have a whole book about that. But the Reader's Digest version. Yes. And the part that she's referring to, presumably, Mm -hmm. is the part when we split. Yep. Our tree split. We had an
1: axe uh, embedded.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes, exactly. We had a big issue. And... There were a lot of there other, were a lot
1: other issues, but yeah, there was. But it
0: was one main issue, I mean, yeah. really, that drove us apart. And it was because it was something, it was an issue that I really, it was a value to me that I had held on to and cherished and believed in and banked my whole future yeah, on. An
1: expectation that an expectation. marriage would be a certain way yeah. for you specifically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I
1: wasn't ready to go there. Right. Yeah. Right. Or to not accommodate re- or adapt or, yeah. Well,
0: it, I wasn't understanding of who you were and what was of value to you or where you were coming from. That's right. And you know what? We're describing every marriage.
1: Everybody goes through that.
0: Especially in the early. Yeah. And
1: we were so years. young at the yes, time.
0: Yes, we were young. That it
1: was really hard for us to, to be mature about a lot of things. That's right. We
0: were immature. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But hopefully, if we have any young marriages and listening to this podcast, by the time we're done today, you're going to be lots, lots smarter than we were. Right?
1: Exactly. Avoid all that. (laughs) It's like having grandkids first, right? That's what would be so good. Avoid all that other stuff you go through.
0: And speaking of avoiding, what our letter writer who really asks the question we're addressing, which is, how do I have a conversation about this big issue that we don't see eye to eye on? I applaud her because that's what all she's trying to do is prevent.
1: Mm-hmm. She's being that, proactive. Yes, that, yeah.
0: that let's get, let's get to it before this conflict turns yeah. splits the tree yeah. wide open. We're going to talk about uh, the way to approach this conversation. And John Gottman, who is the premier researcher, scientist researcher into um, what makes marriages successful and what makes marriages fail. Talks about a strategy that I want to just briefly go over t- in this podcast called attunement. And attunement is the purpose of this conversation that we're going to have with our husband. How
1: do we get together and see I die? Well, How do we okay. earn tune? I want to ask right?
0: you, what, what does that conjure up for you? And the reason I'm asking is because, in case our listeners don't know, my honey is a musician. I mean he's the kind of musician who conducts uh instrumentalists and vocalists like a big choir and a big orchestra all at the same time meaning th- I'm saying it because I'm so wowed over it even though I've been singing under your baton for decades I'm always wowed by it because you can read all the notes at the same time no one no one else no one else can do that <laughs> we all have to stay on our line but you're like you can read them all at the same time and you do amazing things with choirs and instrumentalists. So, when I say attunement, what are you thinking? What does that sound like to you? What do you think of? Well,
1: thank you for that uh, unsolicited testimonial. Uh, yeah,
0: here comes the Cincinnati Pops. They yeah, want to hire yeah them. they're gonna. The phones ringing here.
1: No, just uh, or would yeah. you rather Boston? I, I, I either one. It's very good. Uh, How about London? <laughs> don't don't go there. I'll take uh, two or three instrumentalists in. Uh, I Saint think Martin's. there's only
0: like 25 conductor positions. Yeah, no, not, not, not many. It's a tough... <laughs> you have to wait for someone to die. Yeah, you know, <laughs> okay, I, I could have
1: gone down that road and I didn't. But, you know, you think about an orchestra. Have you ever heard an orchestra <laughs> tuning? It's one of the most chaotic sounds.
0: It, it is. Right? Well, yeah. I but it, it starts
1: with one note. And mm-hmm. it's uh, it's usually... Uh, it's a different... Uh, Different instruments.
0: So, like, the concertmaster comes
1: out. The concertmaster comes out and starts the tuning process. But the note may come from different places. But it is a standard note. And it's an A. And it's 440 hertz. Yeah. Pretty close, actually. And... uh, what is it? What did you say? Hertz? Four hundred and forty. The the frequency. A is a specific defined frequency. Okay. And wow, over the if you really want to get it over the years, it's changed a little bit. It used to be four hundred and thirty eight, <laughs> but now it's four hundred forty. <laughs> but but I digress. <laughs>
0: Fun facts to no one. Yeah, exactly.
1: And so that start with that note. Okay. Okay. We'll and then everyone the starts to to connect their instrument to that first instrument, the piano, because the flute, why. whatever.
0: Because why do they have to do that?
1: Well. If you have two instruments playing the same note right. that are not quite in tune, because each instrument has variation, uh-huh. many instruments can be tuned while you're playing them. Okay. A piano cannot, but a flute, an oboe, a, a violin, mm-hmm. they can be adjusted
0: mm-hmm. as
1: you're playing. Mm-hmm. And so those. I'm
0: thinking of our 13 year old who just did his Christmas concert on his trumpet after one <laughs> one year with his <laughs> yeah, right. his jazz band after <laughs> right. one year. Yeah. So we have one year French horns, one year trumpets, one year
1: trombones. There you go. And those are painful sometimes
0: (laughs) to listen to. They weren't all on the same hertz. Right.
1: uh, It hurts, actually. It hurts when you do that. But the the whole point is two two instruments together, they have to be spot on. They each have to be on A440, as it's called or whatever, or you get real dissonant.
0: Sound, it It just
1: starts to, um, and the sound starts to wobble, right?
0: And and it hurts. It It hurts. So it hurts to listen to.
1: As you add more instruments, (laughs) it smooths that out, but you have to have a reference, right? Mm -hmm. You you have to have a reference, and you get that orchestra. Can I call that grounding? Yeah, you can call it grounding.
0: Like, let's all get grounded in this. Yeah, let's sure. synchronize our watches. Yeah, almost.
1: It's all about that. Because, but how about
0: how about the voice? Is the voice the same way? Well, the I voice the singers.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean,
0: uh, <gasps> I you... remember one rehearsal when we had a new person show up for in in the bass section, do you remember?
1: uh so many of those
0: And you were trying so hard. To,
1: oh yes. you okay. could
0: not run the rehearsal because right. that voice stood out because he wasn't on he was nowhere key. near actually right oh. yeah
1: so it it requires a, a a standard and a reference okay. And then you go from there And so you could pick any note you could pick you know, doesn't matter it doesn't have to be a 440. It can be whatever note you want to pick, but orchestra's tuned to A. Okay. As long as we're all together. One of the things we like to do is the a cappella versions in a choir. And as you sing those, as you go along, it's real easy for the note to drop. Yeah. Right?
0: Right. For you to and get flatter. And at the end of the song, you always yeah. have the pianist say, what chord were we supposed yeah. to have ended <laughs> That's on? That's right. And then we pulled ourselves up to that. Right.
1: Position. Yeah. So you're always coming back to that to ensure that you're lined coming up.
0: Back coming back right okay that is exactly the purpose of the attunement conversation we're going to have I did it okay. in order to have to find our way out of this big yeah. issue or find a way of resolving Compromise or she said or, compromising right. um the big issue is through attunement and i hope that the uh, analogy is really obvious now because of your brilliant explanation. Yeah,
1: well, you're biased, but that's
0: okay. <laughs> I like real musicians learned out there going, it. What
1: the heck is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking
0: about? They probably didn't even know the Hertz thing.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, they
0: did. <laughs> How do you spell it? H E
1: R T Z. It's a, a man, a German man who d- discovered frequencies. Okay. Uh, so all frequencies
0: are named after. Wow, Harry. TMI. That's yeah. just how do we'll you talk with that the end,
1: But we're great on the curve, so you'll be okay.
0: So interesting. Okay, so here are the objectives for our attunement conversation, right? Three objectives. Okay. These are not the steps. Taking
1: my notes. No. These are
0: not the steps. These are the objectives. What you're working towards. Right. Okay. So number one, we want to understand. We want to understand where our partner is coming from. Wait a minute. I
1: I thought we want to them to understand where we're coming from.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Isn't that that is
0: where conversations happen. I mean conflicts come yeah, from. Yeah. Right? It's all about me. Where you gotta you're not listening to me. And sometimes we do feel like we're banging our head against the wall and we have a very a dismissive partner mm-hmm. or a judgmental partner. Yeah.
1: So it's all about we have to understand. Seek first to understand.
0: Yes. If we are dismissive or judgmental uh, in uh, when we're trying to get someone to understand our point of view, if our partner is one of those things, what happens? Trust is out the window. Trust erodes. So understanding, what does it do? What's the opposite of trust eroding? Trust Growing. There you go. It's <laughs> yeah, growing. So, Eroding
1: yeah, exactly. and growing at
0: almost rhymes. Yeah. So uh, that's the beauty mm-hmm. of feeling understood. So we won't make any progress on the great big fat issue, the elephant in the room, the axe in the tree, until we get to this kind of attunement process where my objective is to not persuade you. My agenda is on the back burner. Yeah,
1: that's what's really important is the just kind of erase and, and put all that aside and right. first right. get to this objective.
0: No advice. Yeah. No correcting. No but. No yeah. guiding. Nothing. No. I am not going to persuade you to my point of view or to the idea that my view is superior to your view yeah. or is worthy. Or your view is bad. Right. Right. Uh, My only objective is to understand. Help me to understand. Now, listen, if I want to really understand you and I want you to understand me, I cannot take responsibility for your emotions or your reactions, your feelings. Mm -hmm. This is what I mean. This is where things go wrong, easily wrong. We get a... Easily out of tune, like you talk the the um, acapella choir yeah, getting over time, just a little bit, even in a short song. Right. We're ah, we're half a step up, half a step off, and this is where it goes wrong. When uh, when I'm crying, I'm trying to. I want you to understand me, so I'm I'm opening up. I'm telling you my feelings. I start crying. If you say please stop crying, you just took responsibility for my emotions.
1: Mm and i have done that yes many times i'm sorry
0: to tell you but you're right
1: because uh, guys can't handle that okay yeah, it's
0: right. like and stop what? crying no 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 we've talked about. about that in other yeah. episodes about yeah. how men process emotions no, so it's definitely. like
1: uh, uh, uh.
0: but if you will say instead help me understand please help me understand what are you crying about <gasps> This is going to propel us down that path towards understanding, but please stop crying. Yeah. Can you feel the difference? You have not taken responsibility when you say, help me understand why you are crying. And honey, you have gotten really good at this. Well...
1: Let, let me tell you the uh, the trepidation that kind of exists in a guy's mind okay. even in that situation okay. and I like I said it's hard you, for the guys to manage the emotion and you know you're not supposed to be crying don't cry. It's, right, you know and, right, and then right, right, right. when to say what are you crying about mm-hmm. okay that's, no he's
0: he's opening it up to lay it on me
1: yes first of all but also about me. but also guys going out on a limb
0: yeah and the
1: is. last thing the woman can do, the last thing the woman should, should do, do is act like how do you know why i'm not crying what, what how can oh. you not know what i'm crying about
0: oh okay oh
1: you see where i'm going with this cuz that okay. cuz like you told this this complexity of the emotions and and mm-hmm. in our years together there are things that Mm-hmm. To cause you to cry, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "What happened here?" And I, and then you start going, "What did I do? Did I do this?" And I stepped here, and then I moved over Can there. And I just this?
0: insert something about emotion <laughs> okay. here. This is not our podcast is really not today about emotion. No. But you bring up a super point that's sure to come out in this attunement yeah. conversation. This is for the guys. All right, for the guys. Listen women, up, men. Women are oceans of emotion. Yeah, boy yeah okay and sometimes when things are really deep like what we're talking about here these really significant issues and if they're really deep think of think about an earthquake under the ocean what comes of it
1: yeah a tsunami
0: a tsunami and what and so here it comes sometimes that's Inevitably, what's going to happen? This emotion is down there, you know, and the earth starts shaking. And here it comes right. it, bubbles until it this big wave. And where does it go? Straight towards you. Right. Right. So here it comes. Yep. And uh, I speak a lot to women. And the Y Savers Education membership goes in depth. We explore in depth way more than we can do here. M- men, women, and emotion. And uh, that understanding that comes from those lessons is mind blowing to most women. It just revolutionizes the chemistry in their brain. So I don't, I don't mean to just skim the surface here, but let me just say that much. Tsunami, guys, yeah. think tsunami. And if you'll just hold your ground, don't run for higher ground. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's what they tell you to do. Just was-
0: hold your ground. <clears throat> and let it wave over you is the best possible thing you can do. Okay. For a woman. Yes. Yeah. To sit there and nod. Yep. And and there's a great story in my book that's one of the favorites of every reader of my book <laughs> about how I was a tsunami once, a yep. very specific instance. Yep. And you just sat there and you I use the analogy of it looked like I just, you know, splattered the wall with blood with a machine gun at you, and you just sat there. Uh... So we don't want. We do not want this conversation to get to a, a nine on the Richter scale. Sure. Right? Sure. She's trying to bring it up right. earlier than that so we can keep this thing at a one or two. Yeah.
1: And I think that that aspect of seek to understand from a woman's point of view, if if, if it's like, why are you crying? The seek to understand from the guy saying, why are you crying? But mm-hmm. now the woman has to understand don't be careful. Don't be careful, right. And don't judge the fact that he may not know why yes, I'm crying. Yes, yes. Okay?
0: okay. Very good. So that's what good I'm Good point. About. Yeah. Boy, I think I, I went way around that. <laughs> well,
1: it was a tsunami around that, actually. <laughs> it was actually. a tsunami. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Too many words. I can take a breath. Too okay. many words. Too okay. much emotion. All right. We're moving forward. Okay. <clears throat> so, I think we've made it pretty clear that our objective in understanding is to let the other really explain themselves to lay right. their feelings out there. And when they do, here's another warning for the guys. And and this is good for women, too, to understand your guy. Emotions do not come one at a time. I mean, they do come one at a time. But you can bet there's more than one at play.
1: Mm, yeah, associated with whatever the there's topic a, is.
0: Especially for women. Emotional blends Mm. So in this attunement conversation, don't be surprised if you get some, the domino effect, Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: we really only process one emotion at a time. So here comes the sadness. Yeah. Oh, here comes the anger. Right. Here comes the, you know, pity, you know, (laughs) so they kind of go into domino effect and just. It may take multiple conversations to work our way through all the all the emotions, but just guys, sure. are you ready? They, all the guys know about domino, right? Oh yeah, Domino's Yeah,
1: we, okay. good domino players.
0: You know that scene in uh, *Tangled*, where he's—do oh, you know *Tangled*?
1: I know the I movie. Yeah, I so yeah, yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And and he's taking her. He's re, he's freed her from her. Yeah. You know, house in the tree. <laughs>
1: right <Her> tower.
0: <laughs> and they're gonna go see the lanterns, and she's. So excited, and one minute, and then the next minute, she's feeling so guilty (laughs) and about not telling her mother. And that is one of the most precious scenes to me because it's beautifully
1: just shows beautifully
0: uh, dominoes
1: of emotion, yeah,
0: directed, yeah, to show women and how that emotional (laughs) blend (laughs) goes. Ladies, if you know that. Scene, you know what I'm talking about. Sorry for my voice today. Okay, so we are going to understand by non-defensively listening.
1: Non-defensively listening. Yes. Don't take it personally. Yes,
0: so you've gotten really good at this and I've probably gotten better at communicating what I'm thinking and feeling so I don't put you on the defensive. But what have you learned through the years? Just a couple of things about being a non-defensive defensive listener cuz that's our natural reaction certainly most men will want to respond defensively
1: well number 1 would be guys don't say it don't don't say that don't say uh, what well whatever in your brain oh <laughs>
0: okay
1: no it no really what i'm saying is just listen Ju- oh, first of all, let the tsunami wave mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Just that can take be, a that, breath. Yeah, that can be really hard because, it, especially if it is uh, pointed or directed at you, right. uh, that type but of this thing. This goes for
0: women. You said guys, but women need to be able to listen non defensively yeah, yeah, if yeah, their sure. objective is to understand. But
1: what I'm saying, what I've learned here with you is I got to let you talk, let you go. Okay? <sighs> Yeah. And early, you know, I've learned that I just have to be patient and just let it happen. And you're going to probably just through your own letting it out. Come to the conclusion yourself. Often, mm. you you often have done that,
0: you know, and come around go through and go. All the yeah,
1: and convoluted- I, I got to hear the whole spaghetti bowl of thoughts of you all know, these directions going around. I'm like, I don't really need this, but she needs it. Okay, and so okay. It's and a you've few learned minutes. that
0: there's a much better ending. To the yeah, thing
1: exactly. Yeah. There's right. a few, uh, right. just a few minutes there, right? And, right, and. Uh, you know, just letting it happen and realize I'll have a chance to say what I want to say. Uh, okay. But I don't have to interject on every point. You know, I said, you, know you said this. Sometimes you got to take notes, guys. Uh, if okay, it goes so on don't... for a while, you might want to get the recorder out. <laughs> Do you
0: mind if I bring a scribe in? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <I> press yeah, <laughs> like press record. <laughs> speak into the microphone. Right.
0: Right. So um, you, you're saying, and this is, I just think this applies to both husband and wife to as you're listening and your natural response is to say wait 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 that's not fair that's not exactly that's not what happened yeah right right is don't react swiftly breathe
1: and you talk about this remember
0: I love him I love him I love him I do 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 I
1: right <laughs> I do believe in spooks. I do believe in spooks. That's what you're not yeah. We're coming out. Aren't they going to show uh, Wizard of Oz at Christmas? Is it Christmas time? or? They don't they show it? Wizard of Oz. Why would they oh, show I don't Wizard know. of Oz? Anyway, it's always on TV. <laughs> that was the thing growing it's up, not you Christmas know. You tree get either. the one movie on Isn't TV that? during the year. It was Wizard of Oz. Uh,
0: the horse of a different kind. You, you
1: talk a lot about. <laughs> the difference between reacting and responding. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. Yeah. And that can apply in so many places.
0: The, it's nowhere more important yeah, exactly. than right here in exactly. this attunement right. conversation. Don't react.
1: Don't react.
0: Right. Because so, what we're looking for, like she said, is to compromise. We're looking for common ground. We're not trying to take our partner's emotions as a personal attack yeah, or something we front. have to fix, right. because we're just trying to understand why this big issue is so big. What's so important about it? All right, so we're doing it non-defensively. We're and you know what? <sighs> it took me a long time to learn this, but if I start oh. feeling defensive, I say, "Okay, just."
1: I do believe in spooks. <laughs> no. Oh, sorry.
0: Say, H- honey, stop. I am, I'm, I feel defensive right now. I'm I need some time. I don't want to respond defensively, so just give me a minute. Mm -hmm.
1: So go ahead. It's okay to stop and read. Yeah, to admit
0: it. Actually to actually say it out loud seems seems to take the steam out of it. Do you know what I mean? For me, it does. So just saying, noting right up front, acknowledging that, whoa, 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 I feel it coming on. Hold on, hold on, hold Mm -mm. on, because I'm trying really hard not to be defensive and I'm trying really hard to understand. And what's the whole point of trying to understand somebody? You want to empathize. So that's the other objective here. Is in the end, we're, we're listening non-defensively because we want to understand. And in the end, actually be able to empathize, to see what they see through their eyes. She said, we don't see eye to eye. Mm-mm. That was her own words. How would we do when we don't see it? Well, that's the whole point. You're going to go inside his head. He's going to go inside your head. So we're going to do a. Each uh, other through each other's eyes. So the
1: Vulcan mind meld thing's going on here. Exactly. Right? I'm
0: a I'm a Trekkie. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> that's right.
0: I would love it if I could do the Vulcan mind meld.
1: No, you wouldn't. You don't think so? <laughs> no. It's, it's like.
0: Oh, that's mm. right. I remember Spock kind of writhing yeah, like, whoa, on the ground. Oh, I can't take this.
1: Yeah, I can't unsee that. So, you know, that's that's sort of TMI.
0: Let's but just deal
1: with the conversation it,
0: it, it, you're It's a good <laughs> illustration, though, you know, of what I'm trying to say here. What empathy is all about, we're genuine, genuinely seeing the yeah. world or the big issue through that Person's eyes, the other right. person's eyes, and we become aware, maybe even keenly aware of their distress, of their pain. And it's like you temporarily experience their emotion.
1: Yeah. And that's a Vulcan mind meld. And you know what? Here's
0: if we're in this attunement conversation, in the end, understanding non defense through non defensive listening so that we feel empathy. In the end, we have to validate it. We have to validate what this other person is sharing with us or it's for not.
1: Well, are you saying that is the, is the value in that really so that the other person feels validated?
0: Yes. Right? Yes. It's yes. like it closes the loop. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it makes. You've
1: heard me. You understand yes, me. Whether I- you
0: agree or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't have to still agree. Right. Absolutely. Right. Just empathy doesn't mean agreement necessarily. Right. So here's what I say. It makes sense to me that you would have those feelings and needs because that's validation. Yeah. So I've I've done the Vulcan Mind Meld. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can I can see why you would have those feelings because
1: mm-hmm.
0: And it's an incredible miracle that happens in that moment when a person really feels understood. When you feel like your partner not only has listened, but actually empathizes and then validates you.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's such a a point to move forward from. Oh, it allows for this. It's a miracle of the heart. Everything. Yes,
0: yes, yes. So in. And if you were take those were our objectives. So now, if we're going to go through the steps of the conversation, basically each partner is going to share their feelings, right? Mm-hmm. But now we know what's our objective: understanding, non-defensive listening. We're not imposing yeah. our agenda. Okay. So feelings, we will. We can each talk about our our re- realities, which are really what subjective,
1: mm-hmm. the perception that exists, our
0: perception, and we're going to do it without blaming. We can't get into tune, yeah,
1: or interjecting, or or yes. or saying that's not right. You shouldn't feel that way, or
0: right, 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 right. right. No, because that that's the
1: that breaks the rules. That of breaks our, the
0: rules, right?
1: Or three things here.
0: Also, in this conversation, we're gonna take we're gonna accept responsibility. Like, um, oh, I see what I probably did to escalate this situation and take responsibility rather for than you shouldn't
1: have reacted that way.
0: Yeah. And we might share our triggers mm. like as, because what happens, we don't all think about what our triggers are, but in the course of this conversation and the more relaxed and safe we feel inside it, we may actually start saying, I realize now that this is what was triggering me that every time we come up against this issue, this is why I get so panic stricken and why I act the way I do. Here's my trigger um And why my trigger when you've done all of that, when you've had that conversation about feelings, subjective realities, your perceptions, their perceptions, accepting your part of responsibility. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. of course, your partner's going to accept their part in the whole thing. And then hopefully and and you even are able to identify what, what is really setting this whole thing off and the triggers now, 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 we can do that compromise we can do the constructive mm. compromise the constructive plan where i can say well here's what i think what if we did this yeah
1: here's what i can do yeah here's what i can do help the situation right? and
0: maybe this is if you did this i think yeah. it would really help the situation and vice versa this is a back and forth of mm-hmm, course mm-hmm. but in the end then we've got an actual way to move forward so that was a whole bunch of wow i think we need a not just describe we need a counselor in here kind of <laughs> guiding us through this and frankly this is some this is an approach that's used in counselors offices yeah, right. and having a third party yeah the can referee be very Well, not so much a referee. Initially,
1: maybe maybe, but
0: a coach that says, "Okay, good." good Now let's let's talk a little bit about this. And so, a coach can be very, very objective. Third party coach could Mm -hmm. be really helpful. But we're talking about someone who just wants to sit down with their husband and have this conversation, not bring in that third party. And
1: and these these tactics and these strategies uh, apply to not just to where we have these huge. You know issues that mm-hmm. we can't come to terms with, mm-hmm. but just in conversation and talking about ideas. Oh, and, it's so and, true. We don't have
0: to ne- have to be in conflict. No,
1: right. Something. So, so if you can if you can apply these in your you know normal yeah. conversation and, and relationship, then when you do have the big things, it's a lot easier to apply them and to to work through it.
0: Ah, uh, that is like the earth, the sky opening up and the sun pouring down. You're <laughs> right. It's so true. Yeah. If we get into this habit, this way, this pattern of communicating where you're not um, t- ex- not taking on responsibility for your partner's emotions necessarily, but just want to understand and and see, get into their shoes and you right, know, right. and accept your part and what might have upset them or whatever, and it's just a day in and day out kind of. Whoa, you're right. When it comes to really big issues, those significant axes in the tree, a lot easier. Yeah, so, and fewer of them eventually. Yes. Oh, right. he, oh, yes, fewer, fewer, fewer of them. And here's the other thing: what may seem like the big issue right now, over time, loses significance.
1: Well, it's it's really true. I, we look back. I know I look back and it's like, what were we talking about? <laughs> what,
0: what was that? Why really? <laughs> was that such yeah, a, big was that a big deal? Was that right? a big deal? Yes. So yeah. true. So yeah. true. Instead of a major yeah. earthquake right. that's destroying the house, we and, all, and not to we have triv- a little
1: teacup. not know. to trivialize, because no. those things are very real to people, right? And, and the challenges that they face. But over time, like we talked what about, we're these things over time
0: and with become, these yeah. kind of conversations that draws closer and closer together, closer and closer to being on the same page. And by the way, we're talking about the attunement conversation may not be a conversation more likely it's going to be multiple conversations and maybe over a big period of time we talked about gradual healing we get gradually on the Mm -hmm. same page about issues absolutely and here's i just i i I wanted to finish this idea of the third party or the coach and or (laughs) not having a third party or a coach, because if you can't remember all this, like, okay, first we're supposed to talk about our feelings and then our subjective feelings. Yeah, Just a minute, let me get my list
1: out here. Oh, wait a minute, we didn't do this We can make this
0: a lot easier. So much simpler to just approach this whole thing like a story.
1: A story. Yes.
0: Mm -hmm. You tell me your story. I'll tell you my story. But that story is not going to start with yesterday when this big issue came up.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. This, if it really is the kind of issue we're talking about, its roots go way deep and way back. And to prepare for the attunement conversation, you need to kind of think through that. Why is this such important? Why is it so important to me? that I feel like it's putting a strain on my marriage that I'm afraid will never get past. It's really wreaking havoc. Why? Yeah.
1: Why? Why are these behaviors so repetitive? Yes. Why is this yes. always, this seems to be the yes. way things happen? Yes. That so type of thing.
0: So I'm going to, I want to illustrate how this story approach works with you and I. Are you ready? We're
1: role playing here. <laughs> you okay. love it when I do stuff. Uh, yeah, my favorite.
0: We're gonna turn the clock back.
1: What were the, st- the tactics we're supposed to use here?
0: Forty years. No, no, no cheating. Oh. No cheating because this is <laughs> okay. just a. Uh, this is just a story. Oh. all right. So we're gonna turn the clock back forty years for Della and Ramona, and our big issue that I promised we'd get to, and that big issue. For was, it was big for me, wasn't so big for you.
1: Well, it depends on how you define it and okay. which way you're going
0: looking at and it. And that it's just this simple. I wanted to go to church on Sunday morning. I wanted my family to go to church, and you were not excited about that, mm-hmm. um, and that scared me. Over the first many months of our marriage, because to me, that was absolutely core to what the kind of family and the kind of tradition I wanted.
1: That's what you envision marriage being. Yes. Your relationship.
0: And so there were lots of other things that added up to filing for that divorce. Sure. But that was the ax in the tree. So I want to talk about that Um, like it. But I don't want to talk about today. I want to talk about like it was us 40 years ago and we were smarter and we didn't file divorce. We actually had an attunement conversation. So story. Here we are. Young Dale. This is me, young Mona, asking you, Okay. help me understand why you don't want to get up on Sunday morning and go to church with me. I mean, uh, or is it that you want to or th- I just don't understand.
1: Well, I'm not comfortable there. I I didn't grow up doing that, and and for me, you know, I was a, a teenager when my parents decided that that was important to them. I was the only one left. I'm the youngest in my family. I was the only one home, and all of a sudden, it's like, okay, we're all going to church, and I'm like,
0: what? Wait a minute. So all the time you were growing up, you. You didn't go to church, and then you're a teenager, and your parents pretty much. the family's going to church. I
1: mean, there was some there was some influence there, mm. and but it wasn't a serious thing. And all of a sudden, it became a very serious thing. And I'm just like, what's this? I don't I don't understand this. I'm, I don't want to go sit and and some listen to somebody preach to me. <sighs> and and we the church they wanted to go to was. Like thirty miles away.
0: So how did you react? I mean, what did you tell them? What did you do? I just did. You go?
1: Well, yeah, because I was forced to go, and it uh-huh. was it was uh, uh, it was a better environment in the home if I did go.
0: Oh, you just kind of acquiesced?
1: Yeah, totally. And I, I remember one morning because we had to go did early. Did you fight about it? I fought about it all the time. I
0: mean, did you fight with your parents? About oh, yeah, it?
1: totally. Okay. I remember one night that was were supposed to get up on Sunday and go at 6.30 or 7 in the morning. And then and, uh, Saturday night, my dad was all like, okay, you know, we're going to do this and you better be ready and blah, blah, blah. And I actually wrote a note and put it on his door at night. So when I knew when he'd get up in the morning, he would see what? it explaining my position about how <laughs> I was not, I, I, I don't remember it was exactly in it. Martin Luther's. <laughs> yeah. We're breaking character here. Uh, uh, but, uh, you okay. know, I was, that was serious to me. You know, he forced me to get up and go anyway.
0: Okay. So, so you're saying that, are is this what I'm hearing that you, you, you don't really you don't really under you don't really see why going to church what the real advantages are because your only experience with that is being coercion like you were forced to do it and there wasn't really any positive outcome for you really and you'd really rather just sleep in and have a nice quiet morning.
1: I've never been one to get up early anyway. Right. Okay. Never ever ever. Right. I'm best at yeah. one o'clock in the we morning. You probably
0: should have told me that before we got married. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. I'm feeling defensive. Let me calm down a minute.
1: <laughs> well, if that's the way you feel about it.
0: No. So help me understand. Yeah. So, you're, so just, I, you're a late nighter. You're not. Yeah. Early but
1: and, and, you know, it didn't hold a lot of value to me. And mm-hmm. it re- it represents a negative part of my life.
0: Oh, right. You
1: know, right. that I feel right. I'm kind of free of
0: right. now. Right. 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 Well, but so but you don't are you saying you don't really have anything against people that go to church? No.
1: Heavens no. I just, what, where is it for me? What's the value in it for me? Uh And, you know, getting past that negative thing.
0: Well, I can totally see why you feel that way.
1: But why is it so important to you?
0: Well, I grew up in a home that I, my family didn't go to church either. But I, except like on holidays,
1: Oh, CEOs, yeah. Christmas and Easter only. Those are CEO <laughs> right. church people. And so
0: yeah. one of those times that I was, was at church, one of those occasional times, I had a really lovely experience. It felt really, really right to me, really good to me. So much so that I wanted to go back and I asked permission. So I went back as a kid by myself. Many, 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 many times in the years that I was growing up, I went to church by myself because I loved what it felt like. You had a driver's
1: license early or what?
0: (laughs) No, I only lived, you you know, I only lived a few blocks from from where the church. Um, But what was interesting, or no, that's not the right word. What was hurtful to me, what was painful to me is that I was alone like where's every, I'd see all the other people with their parents or their kids yeah, or whoever. Very few kids
1: go to church alone.
0: Right. And so
1: That's what you wanted.
0: Yeah, so I'm a little child and I'm and a, and a teenage girl and I'm dating and thinking about being married someday and stuff and I'm visualizing I'm going to have this kind of family mm-hmm. where I've got my husband and my children were all sitting together and not only just being there but loving it together. Mhm. Um, and being part of that community and believing the same things—that was, that's my dream, honey.
1: I can see how all those years of the experience and the desire, and then you know the the planning and right. and and vision
0: Thank you. that you
1: have uh, is important. and yeah. very very important.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, I, I how, what are we going to do now then? Because when you're not, when I get up, or I'm getting ready and I keep saying, we've got 10 minutes, you know, we got to leave in 10 minutes and you're either just half-heartedly getting ready or not getting ready. I just kind of go into a panic and it really triggers that whole worry that my dream is, Never really going to happen, or that you don't care or love me enough to make it happen. That's how it feels to me. What do you? Well, <laughs> what do? You, what can we? It
1: it doesn't define our relationship. It doesn't mm-hmm. define my love for you. Oh. Uh, you know mm-hmm. whether I'm go or not. Mm-hmm. But I know how important it is for you, and it's certainly, it's it's not like it's a horrible thing to do, right? right? That... And
0: well, as long as you feel that way. Well,
1: no, I don't think that. I just, it's a matter of doing it. And I need to try to do it more and okay. commit to going more often. I don't know if I'm ready to commit well, to every single Sunday yeah, right now. Yeah. But
0: But just knowing that you understand me is really going to help me, I think, like uh, not be naggy about it.
1: Right. Yeah, and if we have a, an understanding yeah. of so when I say, what we're going to do.
0: Are we going to church in the morning? <laughs> or, honey, it's, we got an hour. Are you going to come to church with us? I'm not going to. Um, I, I'll try hard not to get really sad or mean <laughs> if you decide not to go.
1: Well, maybe we can talk and plan more about uh-huh. it. So there's expectations for the weekend.
0: Right. That type of thing. Right. And, and I won't expect you, now that I really understand where you're coming from as far as never, you you may have been at church on occasion, but you were forced there, so you don't really feel yeah, it. Yeah, there's no connection. So I, I, you know, I'm just going to let that happen for you. I'm not going to expect that just because you're there, you're feeling it the same way I am. I appreciate
1: that. It can take time.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope that you'll enjoy it. And if there ever comes a day that you're like, I don't agree with this. I don't feel right about it. Then I hope you'll just tell me that and we'll talk about it again. But hopefully you'll, you'll start to love it, maybe. Well.
1: I think, you know, you understanding where I'm coming from and giving me some space there to let it grow on me. Because you've had that time. It's grown on you. And That's true. I don't.
0: I hadn't thought of it that way. I didn't
1: really have that
0: opportunity. That's true. I had years and years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope it doesn't take you years and years. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Very good. There you go. Let's break. 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 We are back in uh, <laughs> Del and Mona. 2018. Yes. 41 <laughs> years later. I doubt we were that yeah, no, smart back we then. We never
1: had that conversation before.
0: But maybe if we had listened to this podcast, we would have tried, yeah. and it would have been better than if we hadn't tried.
1: Well, I think ultimately we got there, right? We got mm-hmm. onto the same page and, mm-hmm. and our relationship, and as far as church is concerned. Right. Uh, but yeah, that that I thought was a really good illustration. And it was interesting to think and go back in time and think yeah. Yeah, That would have been uh, right very helpful. We
0: were both operating out of fear, you know. Yeah, very I much was so. afraid of my 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 precious value dream, you know, being eroded and or like I say, stolen piece by piece over the years. And you were afraid of disappointing me. And we just got into big circular, you know, crazy cycles Mm -hmm. that had no positive ending. So um, that's what led us to divorce court, basically. (laughs) All right. Well, I hope that that was helpful very much to our listener. And listen, I love what you said. Again, these skills, this approach is so effective just in everyday stuff. Let alone yeah, the big Yeah, I think stuff. if you
1: just kind of get it in your head of this is my approach to these conversations or just talking about things, seek to understand, right? right. Don't be defensive,
0: right? Right, right, right.
1: Empathize.
0: And can I say this about life. that? You don't have to see eye to eye on yep. everything. That's a misnomer. It's that's easier that's out there. if you do. Yeah. There's no question. But what you're really striving for in your marriage long term is meshing. Your values and his values, your dreams and his dreams, your rituals and his rituals, your idea of roles in the family and his idea of roles Traditions in the family. And, and spirituality yeah. and philosophy and all of that. We're trying to mesh by respecting and honoring and even celebrating not just my significant other, but that you are a significant other other Mm. you're not me yeah yeah right so that's the that is the goal in the end is feeling unity not just because you're on the same page about everything you agree on everything that's not really where unity comes from
1: and it's not real life
0: no anywhere create
1: a false situation yes
0: unity comes from that from loving and appreciating and accepting another human being for who they are.
1: So, we need to do the Vulcan mind (laughs) mill.
0: With the right kind of encouragement, guidance and example, you can learn how to create the life and the love you married for. A relationship that frees, balances and supports you while it also inspires your husband to mature into his best, most loving, most courageous self. My Wife Savers Education Membership can take you there. Learn more at wifesavers.org. Home is with you wherever that may be.